This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Any home or business can quickly become infested with mold with the introduction of a water source like a roof or plumbing leak. When your home, your belongings, or your business becomes damaged, it's not just about cleaning up the mess. It's about reclaiming your life, and that's why you need to call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline, a licensed, fully insured, affordable, non-invasive solution to solving any water and mold problems. Our team of trained specialists are available with 24-7 emergency service. We will quickly evaluate your problem and give you a plan that will guarantee results. Water causes damage and mold can spread throughout your property in as little as 48 to 72 hours and can produce allergens and irritants that have the potential to cause serious health hazards. So don't waste time. Give us a call now. For any water or mold problems, call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. Call 800-442-7043 today for a free estimate. That's 800-442-7043. 800-442-7043. Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, this is John here from Freedom's Disciple podcast. The only show on the Blaze where you come for the accent, where you stay for the principles and the love and defense of American exceptionalism. You're about to listen to a short clip from last weekend's show, and I'd encourage you to share it with your family and your friends. Also, please consider subscribing to our show. Search for Freedom's Disciple on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play Music, where a new show is released for free every Saturday at noon Eastern. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. Before we continue, I, I do want to talk to you about an economic theory, um, just breaking it down. But before we continue, I just have to say one last thing, because last segment I was talking about why wouldn't you want to be an American? I just want to make thing one thing that really annoys me is, and I see it on left and right today, more on the left than on the right, but it's starting to get into certain places on the right, the moderate GOP types. And this line of, well, we're all immigrants, you know? You know, anytime you talk about immigration reform or you, you talk about, you know, deportation or any of this stuff, it's, well, you know, we're all immigrants. We're a land of immigrants. No, you're not. No, you are not. I've had a dream for the best part of my life to be an American citizen. I've waited for the last 13 years. This is my 13th year working and trying to find a way over there. Working my butt off in many different ventures for free to try and get to a point where I can help your nation, but also that someone sees something in me and goes, I'm going to help John get over there. I have never had a dream to get over to me to America to be an immigrant. To go, well, well, I'm in the land of immigrants now, and I'm just an immigrant. No, I've had a lifelong dream to be an American citizen, to do things the right way. To follow the laws, to be a benefit to your society, but to be a citizen, not an immigrant. And I find it highly insulting to people who go, well, we're just all immigrants, you know. No, you're in a land of citizens. 
And it just annoys the hell out of me the way it's been portrayed. It's always been around on the left, but now it's starting to creep into the right. And it's annoying me. You are not a land of immigrants. You are a land of citizens. And people like me having the dr- don't have dreams to be an immigrant. We have a dream to be a citizen and to be a member of your society and your culture, to integrate into your culture, to be a benefit and to be of service. I just wanted to address that real quick because it's been annoying me for the last, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and it's starting to grow on the right. And I heard it the other day on... Who did, I can't remember who I heard it on, but it wasn't a liberal station. And I went, what? When is this line coming in on the right? But on to an economic theory that I want to share with you. And I'm doing this, and I hope you're finding of of interest and of benefit, because I, I made a confession to you last year that one of the things I made a mistake in was I never thought I had to discuss free market economics with people. And I'm a big free markets guy. To show you how much of it I am, I'm, I am a nerd in this, by the way. I love it. Um, I'm traveling to DC next week, and I've, I've ju- I'm using technology. I'm starting to embrace it, and I've bought a book, an audible book um, of Milton Friedman and Hayek, and it's 16 hours long, and I can't wait. Now, other people will be going, you want to listen to a book about economics for 16 hours? Yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm like a giddy schoolchild. I know I'm un- unique. But what I'm trying to do with this, and I hope you appreciate it, and, and I hope I'm giving you plenty to think about, is I'm trying to break free market economics down into little principles and to get you to appreciate them. and Or just to even, I might share stuff that you mightn't have thought of. Uh, and just in the hope that you might have a better appreciation why free markets change the world and and protectionist tariffs, government intervention doesn't work. And today I want to talk to you. It's not really economic theory I want to talk to you about today. I kind of just want to build upon the argument I made last week. And it's more marketing and behavioral research. Um, but it's important for the groundwork we're going to build in the future. So last week, if you missed last week's show, it's it's available anytime you want to listen to it. But there's a short segment as well about this, is tariffs. No opinions, just the facts behind tariffs. And about how a person, and I gave you an example of a, of a family buying t- tortillas, and what a tariff would do, and, and the impact on a poor person, on a, on, on a rich person, and what it does to the economy. But today I want to talk to you about just a theory, and it's called the four P's of marketing. One of the things we need to do when we talk about economics is understand the first problem before you get to a free market versus a controlled economy is we need to change the narrative of how economics is discussed on all sides. Because economics, and especially free market economics, is about you, the individual. It's why I gave you those examples last week. It's why I said, hey, don't just look at this as a macro and, you know, X amount of money is spent here and in this department and this is what a tariff would do. Because economics is not about a collective. It's about you, the individual. It's what you do with your money. It's how you feel. It's what you, how confident you feel. You know, should you save? Should you invest? Should you splurge or should you save? It's all about how you feel. It's an individual thing. Or the only collective that you can talk about is a family, where you have like a, a family with kids, and they ha- they pool their income, and it's the household income. 
you can talk about a collective then, but they're still a collective individual. But economics is all about the individual or a family. So today I want to talk to you about why you spend money. There are principles behind and reasons behind you spend everything you do. Whether it's a, a big purchase, a lifelong purchase like a house, whether you purchase a car, whether you purchase a holiday, whether you purchase food, even the cheapest piece of food you buy, or the most irrelevant thing you buy in your house, I don't know, a, a plastic cup. There's a reason behind that purchase, and I want to talk to you about it now so that you understand it. So you might just understand why you do things. And this theory is called the four P's of marketing. And the four P's are price, product, promotion, place. So some of you, at different times in your purchasing, will buy things just purely because of price. It's, John, it's a cup. I don't care. It doesn't need fancy gadgets. It doesn't need to shine. All it is is a cup. I need it to hold coffee or tea and that I can put hot coffee and tea in it and drink from it. I don't care if it's aesthetically pleasing. I don't care how it feels on my hand. It's a cup. Get me the cheapest cup you can get. Okay. Cool. Let's go. Or it's... A price thing, it's all I can afford. I can only, I want to go on holiday with my kids this year, but here's the thing. I can only afford so much for this holiday. So we can only go to these places. And you choose because of it. We might want to go to, I don't know, you might want to go to Disneyland in Florida. But guess what? You can't afford it. So you might have to go to your local Five Flags. That's economics. You're buying things because of price. And that drives a lot of our decisions in a good way or in a bad way because it's those two examples. It's, I don't care. Just buy the cheapest one possible. You know, you have this all the time with certain foods. It's salt. I don't need a brand name of salt. Salt is salt is salt. Just buy me the cheapest one. Or because you have to, you can't afford the expense of salt. The product. Companies like... Apple are great at doing this, the product. You're buying it because it's the product. Because it's the it's the, the product, you know. I, I I love Apple. I just love it. I love I love my iPad. I'm very loyal to the product. You buy it because it, it tastes good. You know, I like Lay's chips over something else because Lay's are just the best. Or I like cheese doodles because they're just the best. I like this brand of milk. It's superior than the rest. So I buy it because of that. Or you buy it because, hey, guess what? It's the only product. You know, there is only this brand of salt. You know, It's salt. You don't have a, a, a massive collection of salt. You have this salt or you have no salt. So you buy it because it's the only product available. The promotion. Well, promotion can be, again, two items. It can be two reasons. You buy it because promotion everyone always thinks of in a a buy one, get one free. So you're walking down the aisle and you need crisps or chips this week. And Lay's have this big display, two for $4. Well, you might buy Lay's when you normally would have brought a more brand because, you know, two packs for $4 is good value. You also have the aspect of, you know, you see this growing on... Um, online where if you buy from us this month 
If you buy a product, you get 10% off your next order. Or you get the other type of promotion, which is, hey, if you buy from us, um, we're going to donate a certain amount to charity. Um, I know one of the companies with the Blaze does that, and I can't remember their name. Frank Byrne is the CEO. Overstock. Some people might buy from Overstock, just as well it came to me, I would have been in trouble. Um, You buy from Overstock, and, and a certain proportion of the sales value goes to Mercury One Charity. People buy because of that. People also buy the promotion because of who's selling it or who's advertising it. So you, if you listen to Glenn on his radio show, people will listen to Glenn and people trust Glenn because he has that lifelong or, you know, 5, 10, 20 year track record. So when Glenn says, hey, there's this product, you might want to check it out, whether it's from Goal Line or whether it's um, from Hero and the, the Internet Protection they go, oh, Glenn is saying this, and I kind of have a relationship with Glenn, and he's he, I listen to him every day, and he's a trustworthy guy. I must check that out. It's a promotion. They go do it. And the last P is place. Hey, guess what? I would love to buy this product, but I can't get to it. I can't physically get to it. I can't, you know, it's... I, I'd love to buy... I don't know, this brand of cereal. But where I live, there's only a Walmart. And Walmart don't stock it. You have to go to a Kroger. And my choices are to buy this product. I can drive to the local Walmart, and it's a couple of miles down the road. But if I want it, it's like 50 miles to a Kroger. I'm only using these as examples. So you, why would you do that? Unless you're really desperate for the product in need. So some people buy things in certain areas because it's all they have. Or you used to see this historically in... it's With the internet, place is not such a big thing anymore. But in the old days, you know, 20, 30 years ago, when towns used to be just towns and you'd go to the local convenience store rather than the big Kmart, Walmart, Target, Kroger places, um place was a big thing you know if your local convenience store didn't have it in certain places in certain rural areas guess what if your convenience store didn't have it you didn't get it these are the buying decisions which you make consciously or unconsciously each and every day with each and every purchase it happens whether you're buying clothes whether you're buying a holiday a house a car or your grocery shopping you make your decisions based on one of these principles behind it and there's also one other thing when I spoke about product. And this is the brand loyalty. And this is what people are striving for. And some of the companies that do this are the big companies. Apple do it, for example. And if you watch the human behavior behind people about an Apple product, it's unbelievable. I know, and I'm, I, by the way, I'm not judging you, I'm the exact same. You watch people who want. Apple. They have this brand loyalty to Apple. Because Apple has 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 betrayed themselves and their marketing and their branding has been so incredibly done that you buy anything from Apple. You buy an iPad from Apple. You buy a, a watch from Apple. I don't have it, so I don't know. But you have this thing where if you look at the spec of like a, a MacBook and you're an average Dell, that's three or four hundred dollars cheaper. 
The Dell will probably be a higher spec, but it's not an Apple. It's a brand loyalty. It's the product. I want the Apple. Why? Because Apple says something about you. If you have an Apple computer, it, it's to them, to people, it says something about you. Same way with runners, trainers, sneakers, whatever you want to call them. I, I don't want the generic cheap ones. I want Nike. I want an Air Jordan. Do Air Jordans still exist? So I, I'm not hip, so I don't know. Um, but people have this. I want an Air Jordan. Or I'm guessing it's Air LeBron now or, or ever, whatever he is. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm destroying Nike's logo here. But you, you get my point. You know, you want these Air Jordans. That's what I wanted when I was a kid anyway. Um, you have that brand loyalty. It's the product. It's what you want. These are the reasons, whether you're two years old or 102 years old, no matter what you're buying, these are the principles behind your economic purchases. The price, the product, the promotion, or the place. This is why you purchase. I would ask you just to think about it and just just, just think of that consciously. Even the next time you're doing your grocery shopping, just kind of go, huh, I buy that because it's price or I buy that because of the product. You'll be you'll you'll change if you if you want to have fun with yourself. Um, you'll be amazed when you actually realize this and you start thinking about this and you actually see see the way you're influenced. You'll be influenced because oh, I just buy that because it's the cheapest, it's the local generic brand, or I buy that because of the branding because their products are better than them. And you'll find different things you'll splurge on. Um, it's it's human behavior. If you're interested, it's it's. If you want more information, drop me a message on Twitter, Freedom Disciple, or Facebook, Freedom's Disciple, and I'll talk to you about it. But I, when I started learning this years ago, and then seeing how you shop, it's funny how you, if you watch how you shop and what you purchase. So there'll be things you'll buy like salt, vinegar, milk, that you'll be kind of going, hmm, I don't really care. I just buy the local generic stuff. And you're buying it because of your price. And then you have something like, and I'm going to use a personal example, like bread. There's only one brand of bread I buy. And if this one isn't available, there's only one other. If I hand buy those one of those two brands, I don't buy any bread. I don't like them. And if they, if honestly, the bread I'm loyal to, if you charge me, it's probably in the middle of the price range. Um, but if you charge more of it, I'd still buy it. That's the world we live in. And when you see how you're influenced and what you think and then how you actually act, it's incredible. I just It's something just to think about. But I'm building these chunks of knowledge for you, I hope, and I'm hoping, hoping to challenge you with these because over the next couple of months, I'm going to continue making a segment each week about economics. I want to teach you or talk to you about an economic principle that you mightn't have heard or that you might just have forgotten. And I hope you really appreciate it. i got to take one last quick break, America. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Because i got something i got to share with you that it might annoy you at the start. But I'm very interested to see what your opinion is when I, when I make out my reasoning. I'll be right back, America. Don't go anywhere. Thank you so much for listening to this short clip from the Freedom's Disciple podcast from last Saturday. I hope you enjoyed the content. Please subscribe for free on SoundCloud iTunes or Google Play Music by searching Freedom's Disciple, where new content is released every Saturday at 12 noon Eastern. God bless. 
freedom versus freebies. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. 